What's up, everybody? I'm hyped to be back. I'm glad you guys are back. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to address something. Occasionally, I have people hit me up asking how they can support the podcast and how they could support All I Need and just how they could get involved and help in any way. And that always blows me away. Like, I'm so thankful for that. Um, and I usually tell them the easiest way to support the show and to support All I Need would be to tell your local skate shop about All I Need. We actually have a new series out, the Wartime series. Um, if you could tell your shop about it, maybe share it, show it. Um, it really is wartime right now in skateboarding. It's it's not easy to run a small business in America, let alone you know a skateboard one at the moment. So we've been building All I Need for the last five years, and I've been going slow and steady and just hoping the inches add up and that hard work pays off, you know? But we need help, so... If you want to support the show, support the whole AIN movement, the whole All I Need movement, if you just want to help in any way without even spending a dollar, just uh, please tell your skate shop about us. That would be epic. I'd be forever thankful. Um, also, you can check out allineedskate.com. We have apparel on there. We have hats, t-shirts, hoodies, a uh, whole bunch of stuff. And uh, for you guys for listening, if you're going to purchase any of the apparel, when you're punching out, just use TSS, that's the code, and you'll get free shipping. Um, today's guest is Cody McIntyre. Um, it was really cool to sit down with him. I've seen him around a bunch, and I always knew he was super cool, and he's, a, he's fucking amazing at skateboarding. I'm sure you guys know that. Uh, but he also, he also articulates himself really well, and I, it, I just knew it would be a good podcast. So I'm done talking. Thank you, guys. Thank you, skateboarding. Thank you. I'm I'm happy to be here. I know you guys are too. Peace. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Like I had my notifications off or whatever. Oh, no worries, man. Um... If you could, down at the bottom in the middle of Skype, there's these four little icons. If you click on the one on the left-hand side, it's like the camera. You can probably see. Oh, okay. It. Might be able to see each other. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hell Does yeah. Does that work? Yeah, that works. Um, let me just uh, get everything going, make sure it's all up and going good, you all know? All right. All right. Just one minute. Bear with me. Um, if you could, Cody, actually, I tagged you on Facebook. If you hit share on Facebook... Uh, it'll share a live feed to your to your page, and pe- your your like following on your Facebook page can watch this interview now, like live. 
Huh, so what do I do? I just go to my Facebook right now? Yeah, go to your Facebook. You should have an alert for me that says that we're recording, and then you can hit share. All right. I think that's how it works. It's kind of new, like so. I'm trying to. I'm actually trying to figure it out. That's. Let me just. Uh... Nah, no worries, dude. I'm so like dumb when it comes to all this shit. <laughs> well, we got you. We got you. Yeah, I tagged so, you. Yeah, I'm seeing something for visitor post. It says the Shetler Show podcast, and then uh, it just says. Yeah, it pretty much has like a video of you like on your computer. I just hit like share or something. Yeah, hit share and it'll go to your Facebook page and then all your following on Facebook page can watch the video and uh, I'm going to pull you up so they'll see you and me just talking. So I just copy the link and then uh, just go to like publish and then fucking paste it and post it? I guess that could work or you could just, I don't know if you can go to my Facebook page and just hit share, but whatever works, you know? Alright, here I'll do it right now. Okay. Cool. See, I think, I think that's it. I think that should work. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. I don't even know how to like do uh, Facebook on my computer just because I never use my computer anymore for like anything. Like, I can't even like send like emails with like videos. I'm just like, I just do it on my phone, man. <laughs> yeah, I like the phone too. No worries. Either way, I record this and then I put it up on iTunes where people can download it for free. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, that sounds good. All right, well, I guess we're ready. Let me just make sure we're all rolling, and then we'll uh, we'll just get into it. Let me. Uh, seems like everything's smooth right now. Yeah. All right, two seconds. Real quick. And uh, to everyone who's watching live on the Facebook too, if you have any questions, leave them below in the comment box, and uh, we might get to them or we might not. I already see a bunch of people commenting, "Toothpick Lord." <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's fucking That's awesome. That's funny. Fuck yeah, that's Tooth awesome. Pick Lord. Yeah, and everyone on Facebook, hit the share button. If you hit share, then it'll spread and we'll have a huge audience, which will be cool. All right. Cool. Here. I'm going to try and set my phone down to where I don't have to like keep holding it or whatever. Yeah, make sure you, you're you on Wi-Fi, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm on Wi-Fi. All right, we're, damn, the backdrop's dope, man. Those are your boards? Oh, yeah, this is just my apartment in Long Beach. Just some of like the decks I got up on my wall and stuff, so I don't yeah. know, just random shit. That's sick, man. I have a good collection, too, but it's on the other side. I'll show you another time. Oh, no worries. So you're in Long Beach right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm just picking in Long Beach. I live actually, like, right next to Cherry Park, pretty much. Ooh, that's a good spot to be. Yeah, I'm psyched, man. It's a really nice area. Um, it's not, like, too expensive, not too, like, too ghetto or anything. It's just, like, it's pretty perfect, so. Yeah, I actually lived in Long Beach for two years, um, when I wrote for Birdhouse, I lived on 2nd and Temple Street. Yeah, I live on 2nd and Orange, so it's just a few blocks down. Sick, but we didn't we didn't have Cherry Park like you guys have now. It wasn't even, it was just like yeah. the street spot. <laughs> no, I feel you. It's definitely like, it's all done up now the way that like, uh, Rally redid it and all that good stuff, so. What did he do? He he had a, he had something to do with it? Yeah, I guess him and like Vans or, or something, they, uh, they like redid the whole park to where like it's... Like, they put in all these new ledges and, like, a nice, like, bump over hydrant and, like, all this cool shit. That's rad. So. All right, well, now that I know you're in Long Beach, what's your, like, typical day in Long Beach, man? Um, shit, to be honest with you, man, like, pretty hectic. Like, I just get up here. This thing keeps, like, sliding down. Is there <laughs> a candle over there? <laughs> no, I got it, like, wedged up against, like, some... Alright, thanks. I appreciate it. I'm fucking so unprepared. Nah, uh, nah, it's yeah. alright. I'm the same way. I got my phone posted up. Like, I used some tape to hold it up and shit. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I got this dope-ass tripod like a few months ago, but I left it in Texas and I forgot all about it. I just bought like a little tripod for my phone just to like film when I'm back home, like just all by myself at the park and stuff. Hell yeah, so, I, I need one too. So what's your, but, t- what's your typical day? Um, honestly, I just wake up, um, shit, usually like wake up pretty early and just kind of stretch, chill out for a minute. And then, uh, honestly, the first thing I do in the mornings is I work out for about an hour and a half and like stretch. And then, uh, after that, I just, uh, ice my legs and my body, like depending on which like workout I did the work, like the most of, I just, I ice down completely, like whatever, like body part I use the most. And then, uh. Shit, when I'm not going to skating street, I'll just, after I ice, take a shower, eat some breakfast, and go to Cherry and go skate all day, or just kind of, like, cruise around, run errands, like, send emails and stuff, and then if I'm going to skating street, obviously, just go to skate, and then get home from skating, and then uh, chill for maybe, like, 30 minutes to an hour, and then just go to the gym, and I'm at the gym for a while, and then just, like, come back home, and by that point, I'm pretty dead, so I just, like, watch a little bit, or, like, read a little bit, and then, like, just fuck around on Instagram and kind of like take it easy and watch Forensic Files and go to sleep. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, you have a gym membership? Yeah, yeah, I got a, I just started kind of going to the gym and stuff. I've been, I've been really into like working out for the past like three years. It's, uh, it's really helped me out like mentally and physically a lot. And, um, cause like skateboarding kind of like, I feel like a lot of people always talks about the uh, physical toll that skating takes on your body, but I don't really think that a lot of people understand like how mentally taxing it can be at times too. Yeah. And I feel like those go so hand in hand. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, like strong body, strong mind. Like, so if, if, if through working out, it teaches you a lot of discipline and teaches you a way of like channeling, like being able to actually harness like all these like things that you want to do and being able to actually like put it together, like just focus all your energy on one thing at a time. And I think that I was really lacking that earlier in my life. Um, not even through skateboarding, just in general, as like a human, like I just didn't really have like a direction, or I just had all this energy like spontaneous, but I didn't have a direction in which I wanted to put it towards. So. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice when you find like something you want to work towards, and you can apply the energy. Like when you have that focus. Like when you're young, I feel like when I was young, anyways, I definitely had like so much energy and so much drive. But I didn't know where to put it, so like a lot of times I would just get into trouble or like waste pre- <laughs> or waste like precious time, you know. Like you could have been yeah. progressing, but I just kind of was like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> I mean, you do no, you, you do need that time to just kind of like fuck off a bit, so you can get back to your, you know, so you can figure out what you really want to do, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Everybody needs a little bit of like it. Kind of teaches you a little bit of wisdom too, you know, like because some of the shit that that I did that when I was younger, it was definitely. Probably not the best stuff that I could have gotten into, but at the same time, it taught me about, like, okay, well, that was the wrong path to go down, and I'm smarter for it. Like, I'm a little bit wiser for it now. Like, like okay, I won't make that same same mistake or same decision, you know? So How, how old are you now? Uh, I'm, I'm only 28. I mean, I talk like I'm, like, a 40-year-old man, but <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still relatively young. But, uh, Fucking geezer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And skateboarding, like, it's funny. Like, I tell all my friends, like, skateboarding, like, warps us, you know? Because, like, in the whole, like the interim of life 28 years old i'm like not even in the prime of my life but in skateboarding years it's almost like we have like like a reversal of like dog years or something it's like oh shit i'm getting old like (laughs) it kind of sucks like how it puts this weird like like per like just like i don't know it makes you feel like you're so much older and like you're just like halfway out the door and you're like dude fuck i'm just a kid still yeah it's it's silly like that but it's weird because some of my favorite skaters are like the older dudes because they have such good style which comes with years you know but like 
most people think like, oh, the young dudes are the ones killing it, and when you get old, you can't kill it. But I don't know. I think like it's just a matter of what you appreciate. You know, like I really appreciate dudes that have like you can tell they spent years and hours on like back tails, and you're like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's something where it's just kind of like I don't know the whole phrase like respect your elders and stuff. I mean. I see kids nowadays that kill it, man. Like, every fucking kid kills it nowadays. But, like, there's something to me, like, an Anthony Van Elen part, like, is just... Nobody can... I don't care about, like, what trick's done, what... Like, like he he does, like, the craziest switch trays where he lands... He does them so high, but always lands on the nose. And still, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, I'm that dude has the best switch tray in skateboarding, in my opinion. No, I agree. And there's dudes that do them better, but in my opinion, I would rather watch Van Elen switch tray than anybody else, man. Yeah, power and speed and fucking pop. All those three things he has (laughs) in spades. (laughs) Oh, it's amazing, man. As far as working out goes, like, I I have a gym membership as well, but I don't really go and work out unless I'm hurt, which seems kind of stupid. I should work out probably prior so I don't get hurt, but I go more for, like, spa. I go to, like, the hot tub, and I go to the the sauna and the pool, and I go for, like, that type of therapy, which is fucking amazing. But, um, do you notice, like, when you work out, um, do you use, like, the machines and work out your legs and upper body and, like, actually build muscle? Yeah, I mean, what I I started out doing was, like, I, I mean... I know that like skateboarders is like a um, like a group probably thinks that like working out and taking care of yourself is stupid. You know what I mean? When I was like 21, 22, I was like, oh, he's working out. Like, what is he a fucking jock? You know, like. Yeah. And I'm I've read YouTube comments that like have said the same about me now. Like, oh, what are you a jock? It's like, no, nah, man, I'm just trying to create longevity and like I genuinely feel like muscle memory is a real thing and like whenever you work out, I feel like it just strengthens and heightens the way that you feel because I've literally gotten better at skateboarding by, like, making my body better as just a human. You know what I mean? Like, there's ways that I can slam and fall and skate now that I wasn't able to do before when I wasn't constantly doing the same moves. You know, it's just like these basketball players or NFL players, like, you see them out there doing all these crazy drills, and you're like, what the fuck does that have to do with throwing a football around? Yeah. But it actually, like, teaches them, like, it's it's it teaches your body, like, pretty much, like, hand-eye coordination skills, and I think that that's really relevant in skateboarding, and that maybe, like, you don't really understand that when you're younger, you know? Like, yeah. I don't know, and I think I think one dude that's, like, really cool about it, and I enjoy watching all the time, is uh, Nick Dompierre, man. His YouTube videos are the shit. Like, I love watching that dude's stuff, <laughs> and just, it's so cool, like, watching him skate and everything, which, I mean, he's he's a, he's definitely, like, got more of the uh, the working outside, right? I, like, try and keep, like, a like a little bit of, like, a happy medium, but, I mean, don't get me wrong, everybody thinks, like, oh, I don't want to lift weights and get big. Like, it doesn't happen like that. You got to, people got to train to look like Nick. Like, that's not yeah. just something you go to the gym to do. Like, he he puts in work for that shit. Yeah, Nick, Nick is always, I've known Nick since he was fucking, we used to call him the fat midget. Nothing against midgets, but... <laughs> We used to call him Fat Midget because he was so little and he was wide and like we just thought he was going to be like that forever. Almost like Poncho Moller, you know? And then <laughs> then one day, like out of nowhere, he just fucking hit that growth growth spurt and then he was like a thoroughbred racehorse. Like it was insane. <laughs> but his approach in life has always been the same since I've known him. He's always been like an extremist. Like with his skating, you see the shit he's done on a skateboard, you know what I mean? So when I saw him getting into fitness and, and uh, bodybuilding... I was like, he's going to get crazy because he just does whatever he does 110% like fully. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, rightfully so. Like, that's how it should be, you know? Is that you? 
Yeah, just crazy ambulance going down the street. Long um, Beach always, always in Long Beach. <laughs> Dude, yeah, it gets a little wild sometimes, but pretty mellow so uh, to go back a little bit i totally agree with you though like some i've been i'm 33 so i got you beat by like five years if i did the math correctly um <laughs> but uh something i've been trying to do recently is like for my sanity and for my mental health and for my like everything i try to like look up once a day when i'm outside and really look up at the clouds and like really look at how big the sky is and digest that for my like san- sanity and then yeah. for my mental health, I've been making sure I bend down and touch the ground and touch my feet. Like, just things that, like, I can do daily. Because there's days where I'm just working and, like, caught up and I'm not skating. And, like, I forget to, like, take a second to look up or, or to, like, touch my toes and, like, move, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's enriched my life. Just little things like that daily. Little practices. Like you said, you wake up and go to the gym. Like, I can, uh, I guess it's a mat. Like, people that make fun of that shit, it's all good, whatever. But, like... If it's something that's going to progress you in the direction you want to go and go into the gym and lifting weights and you feel the benefits, then who the fuck could tell you you're wrong, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like skateboarders, like, we think that, like, I mean, like I like I said earlier, too, like, I thought that shit was stupid when I was a kid. When I was 21, you know, I would hop out of bed and go fucking jump down 10 stairs or 11s and I was fine. But now that I am a little bit older, the only reason I'm doing this is to make myself skate better and to where I can skate longer. So if anything, to me, like... That's more commitment than fucking I was when I was 21 because I just had it then and I could do it now. It's like, it's it's like I I love like the Conor McGregor quote when he's like he's like there's no talent here. This is like he's like this is just ambition and willpower and drive. You know like that dude's fucking like the embodiment of like it's like you're not talented. You got to work for this shit, man. And like as we get older, it's gonna get harder for us. And I I just think that it's it's cool that like when we do get older, like it kind of shows like how bad you really want it. Cause like yeah. fuck, I could be sitting around like just chilling, smoking, drinking, like, doing what I used to do, but I'm like, fuck that, man, like, I want to skate the best I can skate every single day, so I'm going to get off my ass and go fucking make it happen if I have to, you know? Yeah, especially nowadays, if you want to be involved in the skateboard industry as a professional, it's like, it's it's tough for anyone right now, so if your skating's hurting, (laughs) you're going to be fucking assed out for sure. (laughs) Dude, yeah, the level of skating is like, kids are being bred, dude, they're not even like, Kids aren't even, like, skaters anymore. They're just being, like, bred at these fucking skate parks. Like, skate parks are different, though, when you and I were growing up. It was, like, pyramids, quarter pipes, like, kind of the old style, whereas now it's, like, plazas and handrails and ledges. Like, it's so much different, and kids are just so fucking good. Every one of them, man. Yeah. It kind of goes back to what I was saying before, though. Like, to, to not to take anything away from anyone who's young who's skating... But style is forged, and it takes a long time to to really find your natural style. It takes years of just, like, you know, figuring it out and finding your style. And it changes, too. Like, I feel like the older dudes, I love it, because you can see generations of their styles changing and getting better, like wine, like a fine wine, you know? (laughs) That's a good way of putting it. I I think, like, one of my friends and I were having a conversation about it. I I think nowadays kids kids learn so quickly that it's kind of like, it's exactly what you were saying like it's like style is something that's like kind of like wisdom like you learn it you you learn it and you obtain it after a while but it's like it's kind of like it's almost like a like a graph like they should parallel each other but nowadays it's like kids just get so fucking good so quick but their style like has to catch up sometimes because dude i'll go to skate parks out here in california all the time where kids are just like santa Ana park kids will be like tray flipping the 10 and it's like holy shit like i can't tray flip the 10 but at the same time it's like man i'd rather watch the homie over there kick flip the hip you know what i mean because it kind of like 
their style, their like their progression trumps their style. Where it's like it's like how you were saying, it's a fine wine. It needs to complement each. It's it's it needs to complement each other. I feel like. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Well, I teach skateboard lessons a lot too, and I get like absolute beginners, and those are my favorite because like I get to show them like skating for the first time and i teach them the fundamentals and i start out on flat ground and i'll show them like how to push and then i tell them i'm like well now it's all about experience now you just have to do this a lot and you'll gain a lot of experience and as you gain that experience just remember to breathe and you'll relax more in your style you'll be more comfortable and like the more experience you have the more your body adapts and understands if you're if you're in the moment you know and i love watching little kids and like teaching them that and showing that and then letting them go and it's like so cool to see that i don't know that is awesome that's sick man um okay we're gonna move along a little bit (laughs) (laughs) speaking since we kind of touched on that and everything are you you're gonna be in street league this year uh yeah yeah i think um i'll be in the next two years i think that's what like the contract says so but yeah i'll be in it this year so so we'll see you were already in it for one year 2015 um, I got in last year at the event, at the Barcelona event. That's that's the pro open that's actually about to happen next month. That's where I got in last year. I placed uh, well enough to become like one of the street league dudes. And what so. is it? What does that mean? Like when you do well like that and you get in the street league, what does that what what does that do for you? Um, I mean, it kind of just opens you up to a different type of audience. You know what I mean? Because, um, I guess like it's it's no like. It's like everybody knows that there's like different types of skateboarding. There's like the the street league skateboarding stuff, like stuff on the barracks, stuff on Thrasher. You know, everyone kind of like kind of separates themselves. But like, I, I guess it just like it kind of opens you up to a broader audience to maybe kids that wouldn't really see you. Like sometimes when I go to the street leagues, man, it's like it's like a fucking monster truck rally. You have people with these big <laughs> foam fingers, like like drinking beer, and I'm just like. Like, what? Like, why is this? Like, this is insane that skateboarding is at this level, which is cool, but it's like, I wouldn't have been doing that, like, two years ago or, like, three years ago, you know? And, and obviously, it it, it kind of, like, heightens, like, your sponsors, too, because they're, they're going to be, you can represent them on a platform that not everybody can do, and, you, you know, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. It's good for yourself, and it's good for your sponsors, and it's, uh... I don't know. It's definitely it's definitely different. It's different than than any of the other contests I've been in for sure. Yeah, and do you do you get like um do you get paid for each stop? Yeah, you get like pretty much to show up if if you're like one of the pros or whatever that's in street league, you get uh you get paid to like show up and stuff. So for me, what I take it as is I usually just wind up using that shit as like um my travel budget because like a lot of the other dudes have like pretty like big like like corporate energy drink sponsors and stuff and I, I don't really have that uh that luxury so a lot of the times it'll come straight out of my pocket or um with with since being in it this year since i do get like i guess you could call it just an appearance fee maybe like i actually use that towards towards my travel so it's um so it's definitely like thank god for that man because it's this shit ain't cheap going to these for sure like it's like going to barcelona and the hotel and like food and stuff like that it, it racks up real quick yeah absolutely absolutely man um yeah it is tough too like um skateboarding is we kind of got what we wanted in skateboarding though and you're like literally you're like i wish skateboarding was everywhere and everything and it kind of is that now you got like every facet of skateboarding right now you could be like you could get like you could be from any walk of life and be involved in skateboarding in some wa- somehow right now which is pretty yeah, sick it's crazy because I feel I was just like it's it's funny I was just talking to one of my buddies about it. Skateboarding 
is literally like there's a Mountain Dew billboard on, on off of like I think the 405 when you're going up to LA. There's a billboard with a Mountain Dew ad with a skateboard on it, and it's on the side of the freeway, which is mind-boggling. You know, I would have never thought that when I was a kid, but yet you still get tickets for going and skating down the street as if you're like a common criminal. It's like it's one of those things where it's like socially acceptable. But at the same time, like to physically get caught doing it's not it's kinda like smoking weed, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like it's okay to smoke weed, but like if you get caught you're gonna get in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not if you have one of these, dude. <laughs> I gotta look. Make a, that's what they need to make in LA is a fucking medical skate card to get tickets <laughs> to the schools. That, Cody, you just nailed it. I think you just came up with a solution. Thank you. <laughs> well, that's God. funny. Um uh, yeah, I've kinda like I don't know. I always wanted to to do well in contests, and I never really did well in contests. I won one contest when I was younger, and it was, like, the coolest thing. Like, I felt like... <laughs> I was, like, king for a day. It was so sick. And then That's after awesome. that... Yeah, and then after that, I never really did good. My nerves always kicked in, or, like... I, my hard thing... My thing is, like, I don't, I don't have enough focus to just, like... I don't know if train's the word, but to, like, prepare for a contest, because... My skating, I'm, like, real spastic, spur-of-the-moment type shit. Like, even in the contest when I go to, like, Tampa Pro, it's so fun. But the practice, I just get carried away. Like, I just, like, I'm having so much fun. There's too much energy that I can't even, like, think out a line. I'm just, like, trying to hit everything at once. And it's like... No, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It happens to me, too. How do you how do you, how do do you you tighten it up and focus and bring it down to, like, what you need to do to do well? Because you really have to try to win those things to do as well as you, as, as well as you have done in these things. So, like... What's your... I think, like, the key for me, like, because I totally get what you're saying when it's, like, fucking Heat 3 and Heat 4 is coming up and everyone's just <laughs> killing it and you're like, damn, like, I know that I should be not only flipping the pyramid to get ready for my run, but fuck that, I really want to skate the rail because everyone's sessioning it, you know? Like, yeah. So, so what I do to kind of alleviate, like, that, like, mental confusion is I'll go super early in the morning. Like I said, like, I'm a morning person. I like to get up really early. So, like, at the Barcelona one last year... Dude, I was, like, one of the first dudes there at, like, 8.30 in the morning. So Damn. it's just the course. I'm not in anybody's way. I can, like, sit there and think. I can feel, like, the ramps and see, like, okay, is this obstacle far enough from this one? Like, what if I do that trick? Fuck, if I come in switch, I'm not going to be able to hit that one with enough speed. So I can really wrap my mind around it, and I'm just all by myself. And Because I feel like sometimes at contests, you can be a little bit, like, influenced by their skateboarders. Like, you're like, fuck, nobody's, like... This dude's like kickflip back lipping the rail, but the only trick I can do on it's a front board, but I need to get over there. So that's going to fuck with your head. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I try and just get there first. That way I'm not influenced by anybody else. And I'm just like, I need to skate how I can skate and not like get intimidated by the other professionals because that'll, that'll happen. I mean, it happens to me. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for other people, but if I go to a contest and I see other people like doing tricks on the rail that I can't do, then I'm just like, fuck man, like. If, if I were to just get there and see that, then I'll, it'll kind of, like, intimidate me and make me, like, totally second-guess myself. Whereas if I get there first, it's like, okay, well, like, what can I come up with, you know? Yeah, I've had that in the past. Like, I'm, I'm, I don't have that anymore, but definitely when I was younger, I'd get there and be like, holy shit, I got nothing. <laughs> These guys have everything. I got nothing. I, like low self-esteem <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> now it's more like i'm just overexcited and i just want to like fucking grind fast and like hit everything in a row it's it's fun yeah. i love contests for like the energy and the fact that you can get everybody there like all these amazing skateboarders that love skateboarding like get them all in one spot is like uh is a feat in itself you know yeah um all right question how, how do you think 
how much of your skating depends on being in a contest? Like, are your sponsors, like, is it a, is it something you choose to do? And like, if you didn't do it, could you still like maintain your sponsors and stuff like that? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. Like it's, that's like, that's a, that's a good question. I guess like I would say, I guess skateboarding is more so like a relevance game nowadays. And I don't think that necessarily just the sponsor or just this contest is the only way to make your sponsors happy. Yeah. But I think that it's like, it's definitely a damn good way. You know, I mean, like I said, street league is one of those places where you only have like a few, like a select few skateboarders. And we do get like, we are like on a platform, like we're on TV and shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, that's pretty much the highest, like, like, that's the, the highest form of advertisement you can give to, like, a board sponsor. It's like, hey, fuck it, here's my board on TV, you know? Like, yeah. But at the same time, like, I don't really think that necessarily if you aren't in the contest that your sponsors aren't going to be happy. I think it's just nowadays, like, with the way that Instagram, like, social media has really, like, taken over skateboarding and, like, internet sites and stuff, it's like a conveyor belt, and you constantly have to be on that conveyor belt. And I feel like sometimes, like... Like, remember back in the day, dudes would be filming video parts for, like, five years. And yeah. And it's, like, that video, like, would be relevant for, like, six months after. But now it's, like, damn, you only get, like, five months to film this, but eh, it doesn't matter. You can go to the next one. It doesn't matter if it's that good because it'll be forgotten about in two weeks because this next person's going to have one right down the chute. So I think if you can find, like, a balance between, like, constantly, like, marketing yourself and staying relevant on these websites and also keep, like... Like, going out and skating and just, like, saying what's up to, like, the kids and stuff. You know, they want to see both. Like, you know, sometimes kids like to, like, villain, make, like, Nigel to be the villain because he's, like, the contest killer. But, like, I mean, he does a fucking good job because he kills it at street and then he goes to these contests and kills it too, you know? Yeah. So I think that you just have to find, like a, like, a, like, a sweet spot between, like, not completely just being a contest dude and not completely just being, like the fucking, like, super urban, like, don't give a shit about anything guy. Like, I mean, if you can find, like, a balance between the two, I mean, but fuck, it's up to the skateboarder at the same time. They don't want to do shit. They don't want to skate contests. We don't have to. That's the fucking amazing part about skateboarding. It's what you want to do. Yeah, I agree. And it, But it's, if you can do it, then why not? That was my, like, like I said earlier, I can't, I don't really do well in contests, but if I could take those checks home, I would, I would gladly do that. Oh, dude, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I never in a million years would have imagined that I'd be in street league. You know, it was something that, like, I always thought was cool, but I just don't. I guess I have, like, a, a problem with, um, like, kind of downplaying myself a lot because I don't look at myself as on the same level as, like, like, I went to a signing one time and it's, like, Beside me is Chris Cole. On the other side of me is, like, Chaz Ortiz. And then it's, like, <laughs> Shane and P-Rod and a few other dudes. I'm just like, why the fuck am I in this? Like, why, why am I, like, in this group of dudes? And, like, I just, it was funny, like, because all the posters would get passed down. And I was just like, is this kid just asking me to sign this because I'm sitting here to be nice to me or something? Like, I don't know. So, like, I never really felt like I was, like, on that, like, that level. But, I mean, fuck, I'll... I'll try my damnedest to make some money and try and, like, skate because it's, it's a good way, like I said, to make your sponsors happy. And just it's fucking fun, too, to get to travel for skateboarding and go to these, like, awesome skate parks, you know? Fuck yeah. And you're there. I don't believe in coincidence, coincidences. You're there. You're there, so you're meant to be there, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you. Here, I'm going to turn this light on behind me since it's getting a little dark. Yeah, please do. Please do. I think, I think like a lot of the backlash about contest stuff is like, 
it's people that don't want to be in contests, which is totally fine. Like I don't, I don't even really want to be in a contest. Like if I could make, if you could make that type of money just doing whatever you wanted, then that would be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, but, um, but so I think there's a lot of dudes that just don't want to be in contests. So a lot of the backlash is just like, ah, these fucking contests are dictating what's cool in skateboarding and what people, because it's such a big platform. But my argument to that is like, well, do something different than like, I do a podcast, like find a way to compete. Like who cares how big, it's like the same with the shoe stuff. Like people complain about Nike and I'm like, so what Nike's the, that's it. They're God. Like when we're all fucking humans, like when has this ever become like they have it locked down? You know what I mean? Like. Everything ebbs and flows. Like, that's just mentality is lame to me. I'm like, to compete. Compete. Find a way to, like, to do what you have to do to, like, make shit happen. Like, whether it's contests or or it's skating or it's your life or whatever. Like, skateboarding is just like politics, man. Like, everyone wants to sit around and bitch about how, like, fucked up the country is and how, like, this person's ruining that and this person's ruining that. Like, and go out and do something about it. Like, like Fallen just went out of business. Yeah. Go out and buy a pair of Fallens and not a pair of the Janowskis. Yeah. If, like, if you're, like, that, like, bummed about it. But at the same time, like, it's, like, we have the fucking power to change it as consumers, as skateboarders. Like, we're, like, skateboarders pretty much outpopulate any other, like, sport or whatever you want to call it. Like, we need, there's more skateboarders on the earth than I feel like there's basketball players, football players, everybody can access a skateboard because it's just a sole thing, you know, like you don't have to have a team to do it. So by everybody being like, Oh, like, like Nike's taking over everything, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, what is it? One, it's like, okay. Like if you're that pissed about it, don't go to the mall and buy my Nikes. Like go to like your local <laughs> skate shop and buy some fucking. Yes. Or, yes. Like, <laughs> pair of or something. But like, I mean, I'm not talking shit on the kid that goes and buys Nikes either. I mean, but I'm just saying like, that's the way that the world works. You know, like I'm not talking shit about, the people that are going out and voting for, like, a candidate. Like, I, I think Bernie Sanders is an idiot. Like, I don't give a shit about what they do, but it's just, like, don't bitch about it if it doesn't go the way that you don't want, and you're not doing anything to change it to where you do want it. Does that make sense to you? Like, don't no. bitch about this wrong person getting elected if you didn't vote for a different person, you know? Like, if you yeah. just didn't vote. No, exactly. That makes sense to me 100%. And I get it. Like, those shoe companies, they have huge budgets, and they can buy up the whole thing. But I have a theory, and maybe I'm wrong. I was reading an interview today um, from Jamie Thomas, actually, about the whole Fallen thing. And he was saying how he thinks Nike's here to stay, and they'll just find a reason to keep investing in skateboarding for, like, to be relevant and cool or whatever. But I have a feeling, like, these people that own companies... Like, they're going to throw so much money at a fire until it's, like, they top out, and then they just don't throw any more money at it, you know? Like, in the meantime, it's already happened in waves before. Shoe companies that aren't skater-owned come in, they invest a bunch of money, and then the bubble bursts, and then they leave, and then the core builds it back up, and then... That's what it seems to me is ha- that happens, you know? Maybe it's different this time. I don't fucking know, because I haven't been around that long, I guess. But I- I'm curious to see. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't... I don't really know, like, the ins and outs of all of it. I mean, I didn't go to school for business. I don't know any of it, so I'm not going to sit here and say that I do. The one thing that I do think that is kind of cool is some of the things that Nike's given back towards skateboarding, like the L.A. ledges. I think that's fucking rad, the Santa Monica Courthouse ledges. Like, that's really rad, you know? Like, whereas you don't see certain, like, like, you know, like, I haven't been to, like, I haven't seen, like, a lot of, like, companies that, like, people bitch about, like, I don't know, like, with some of the more corporate sponsors, like maybe like Toyota or Honda, you know, I've never been to like a Honda skate plaza before or anything. And those people, 
I feel like we're not funny in the middle of the They got Honda the money. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? But um, <laughs> I think that I think that it's just one of those things where it's like it, it, we're all like out here struggling, and everybody's just trying to kind of like get what they can get, you know. And so, I mean, I'm not gonna hate on somebody riding for Nike. I'm not gonna hate on somebody riding for Airspeed. Whatever they can do to further their career in skateboarding, and actually like anything you can do to supplement your fucking love of skateboarding, whether it be riding for a company that's not the coolest or whether you're fucking working like a nine to five, as long as you're like trying to do like what you love to do, that's the most important thing. And I think that sometimes like kind of like stereotypes and coolness levels really like get into, get in the way of like what kids think about that. Like, Oh, that dude's like in street league. Like he's a fag. It's like, dude, given the opportunity, like you would do this same thing. If you, if you could make any money just to go skateboard and help yourself skateboard the next day and not have to go to work, Anybody that truly loves skateboarding would do that same thing. I mean, I fucking I don't know a single one of my friends that wouldn't wouldn't fucking ride for. I don't even fucking know. Like, well, so I'm trying to look around my house to see what's fucking crazy. Well, like every doll every dollar I make goes into like skateboarding. Like, and I I don't care where the money comes from. Like, as long as I'm earning it and I take that money, then I'm putting it into skateboarding, into like yeah. having it in my life, like building it in there, and then it. I take it and put it in and try to do things for other people so they can be involved in skateboarding skateboarding further as well. Like, So, I mean, if you have a chance to make money, make the money, but just put it into skateboarding somehow, some way, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's like a, it's a long investment. That's what we're doing. We're just investing into skateboarding more and more. Like, <laughs> pretty much, like, I make money to pay for my fucking addiction to skateboarding. Like, that's, that's, that's what it is. Like, I'm literally, I'm always paying to work for skateboarding like that's you know what i mean and that's how it should be i mean if you truly love something like i don't give a fuck what i have to do like i love skateboarding so much that dude i'll fucking go and cut down trees and make fucking skateboards myself if i have to like if that's the only way that i can ride a skateboard <laughs> cool i back it all right we're gonna move along we're moving along all right i got a list of stuff i checked off so <laughs> this kind of goes hand in hand because you were just talking about skateboarding being a drug for you. Do you do any drugs or alcohol now? Um, no. I mean, I'll uh, I'll have a drink every once in a while. Like if I'm just like going to like a super cool concert or. Uh, What's your poison? Like, what's up? What do you like to drink if when you do drink? I'll just drink vodka straight, pretty much. <laughs> oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just for me <laughs> i feel crazy like if i drink like one dude when i was a kid man i would sit down like on like just a random monday and like put back like 30 budweiser's and like you wake up the next day and you're just so fucking gnarly feeling and like you feel just like this bloated fucking fish just just a horrible feeling man so, yeah so yeah i'm the same cool. i'm the same now i used to drink way more and now i drink very seldom like once in a while i'll get a six pack and i'll have like one or two like spaced out over a week or so but i still i feel like way shit now like definitely not like when i was younger at all <laughs> yeah see that's the thing i can't i can't do it either like whenever i was like a kid man i remember there was one time when i switch healed this like 15 in san diego and the night before i was up till six like drinking and it was, like, the craziest thing. And nowadays, if I'm up till 6 drinking, <laughs> if it's, like, a Tuesday, maybe I'll be able to get out of bed by, like, Friday or something, you know? <laughs> like, I'll just be fucking done, dude. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> Not really. <clears throat> have, you ever, have you ever had any, like, serious injuries? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've definitely, like, had, like, your run-of-the-mill skateboard, like, problems, like, smacked your head open or, like, you know, a few, like, 
broken bones and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, like I said, it's the kind of perils of the rodeo, you know, like my dad used to ride bulls when, when he was younger and he always told me, he's like, fuck it, if you love it, you'll let it kill you, you know? So, yeah. so we'll see. Your dad rode, rode bulls? Yeah, yeah, he's gnarly. He's like a country dude and shit. So, like, I always think about it this way. I'm like, man, if that motherfucker could ride a, like, a gnarly ass, like, two ton bull, like, I can ride a fucking skateboard. Like, I need to stop being a bitch. Is that normal <laughs> to you? Like, when you say that, was that normal? Like, where you grew up, like, people rode bulls? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I never, you know, because he knew what, like, he got hurt really bad riding him, and that's why he stopped, because he didn't want to. Like, it was, like, right as uh, him and my mom were, like, about to have me. And so they made the decision, you know, he wanted to stop because it's, it's a pretty dangerous sport and you can die. Yeah. But, um, so he, he would never let me do it. And, I mean, fuck, thank God, you know? <laughs> like, I, who knows what would happen to me? I'm so little. You probably but, would have been pretty good, though. I feel like you have a low center of balance, a good grip. You probably would have ripped it and gripped it for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was definitely, like, some of my cousins would do it. And then a lot of the kids from my school and shit, they had, like, like, uh, horses they would ride, and, like, uh, they would do, like, the barrel racing and shit like that, but it just, I never really, uh, really got into it, because, one, my dad didn't want me to, and then, uh, skateboarding kind of hit so early, and you, you know how skateboarding is, it's, like, once you, once you learn how to ollie, it's, like, you're immersed in skateboarding, like, there's nothing on earth that you care about other than skating, so. Yeah, to the point where you're willing to, like, search out a sponsor and try to, like, keep it in your life and do it as much as, like, that's why I tried to get sponsored, really, was because, like, I just didn't want to do anything else but skateboard, and I knew if I had a sponsor, then they would support it, and, like, you could do it more time time throughout the days, you know? You could have your whole days just immersed in skating with your friends, and, like, well, whatever friend didn't have to work or was free, you know? (laughs) I didn't even know that you could get sponsored from skateboarding, honestly, like, Dude, like, it was so crazy. Like, the first two years I skated, I just skated in my driveway with a homie. And, like, we would just skateboard. And then um, we, like, he told me about this skate shop in, in like, in town or whatever. And uh, we went to it. And I, I wound up meeting, like, the dudes that rode for the skate shop. And they were like, like, oh, yeah, we ride for them. And I was like, you ride for them? And I'm like, what do you mean? And they were just like, yeah, he gives us, like, a discount on boards because, like, we're, like, pretty good at skating. And I was just like holy shit, that's a thing? Like, I didn't even know. And then so, like, after that, like, I kept skating, and then the shop sponsored me, and I didn't even care about the, like, title of being sponsored. It was just that, like, it was like we could get 30% off of, like, a deck. Because, like, we didn't, I didn't grow up, like, super, super wealthy or anything, so every every penny count, yeah. like, would count back then. And so my mom, like, it was like we'd go in and get, like, 30% off shoes and shit like that. So it was really cool. But, yeah, I didn't even know you could get sponsored. I was like mind blown. Like, wait, what the hell? Like, that's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah, so. yeah, I tell I told the story on the podcast before, but when I got my first board and I met the my friend Dale, he did like a trick, and I, I at that point I didn't even know you could do tricks, let alone get sponsored. <laughs> I just thought you rode around on your ass. Like, <laughs> that's awesome, man. Nah, yeah, I, I remember my friend like skating switch for me, like or like in front of me for the first time. Like we had this little rail, and he was ollieing it. We were both just ollieing it, and then he was like switch ollieing it. I remember asking him, I was like, why are you doing it that way? Like, you can do it so much better the other way. Just, like, stick to the other one. He's like, this is Switch. And I just, I like, it didn't it didn't really register in my mind. I was like, I don't get it, dude. Just do it the other way. Stick to what you know, kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. And actually, this moves right along perfectly. So your dad rides bulls, and he, <laughs> and he hated that you skateboarded? Yeah, I mean... It was one of those things, like, um, I guess, like, where where I grew up, you know, I kind of grew up in, like, a rural a rural area, and so, like, 
like I said, we didn't know that you could get sponsored for skateboarding, much less know that it could be like a lucrative fucking career. Yeah. And so, so my parents, you know, like when I started skating when I was 11, they're like, oh, this is cool. Like he's, he's a kid. He has a hobby. And then when I was 16, they're like, okay, like he doesn't have like a girlfriend and he has a car and all he does is drive to the skate park. Like what the fuck's wrong with this guy? And then when I'm 18, like about to graduate from high school, they're like, holy shit, he's a loser. Because <laughs> like, I haven't done anything, but, like, my mom was always supportive about it, like, but my dad was just kind of, like, he's like, damn, when's he gonna grow up and get, like, a real job, you know, because he, he works, uh, construction and shit like that, and, uh, he's just, like, I don't know, like, I guess, like, just, like, a country dad, like, looking at his kid that just rides a skateboard, like, yeah. you're not a man, you know, like, you don't even know how to change a flat tire, boy, like, <laughs> that's, just, just shit like that. That's, like, generational, like definitely life used to be a lot harder <laughs> for people <laughs> yeah i mean it's the same way that we like look at kids now we're like jesus christ i didn't have a fucking iphone when i was five you know yeah. like the same way that like they're probably just like fucking kids no know? it's like, cody it's more like jesus when i was young i didn't have the whole fucking human collective of intelligence on a phone that i could gather at any second and use dude, yeah <laughs> remember having to have a calculator like in fucking school and now it's just like it's, math is pretty much irrelevant now because it's fucking the iPhone. Like, it's insane. Dude. Yeah, that's true. They used to tell you, like, all the time, like, you're never going to have a calculator on you. Like, when you get in, in class, like, don't use a calculator because you're not going to always have it. It's like, it's in my pocket, right? <laughs> all the yeah. time now. Dude, I just always was fucking wanted to get one of the calculator watches and just be like, mm. fuck you. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> just like, boop, 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 boop. Pretty much. A plus, <laughs> A plus, now I can go skate. <laughs> Did you do good in school? Um, yeah, I actually did. Uh, I did pretty well in school just because um, my mom kind of had this thing going with me. She was like, if uh, if you if you get A's like throughout the semesters, we'll buy you like every six weeks. At the end of the year, I would get like a complete if like I had like good enough grades throughout the year. So so when report cards would come, if I had all A's, she would buy me a new board. And Damn. so, dude, it was literally like I was fucking on it like yeah. every, every time that i like had a test or anything like i was for sure not to like fuck around never skip school or any of that type of shit just because like i literally loved to skate so much that like it was like i wasn't going to be like sidelined by anything like everything else just fell to the wayside it was like a tunnel vision of like what can i do to get that next like chad muska board like, <laughs> okay i gotta get a's and fucking algebra done no done like, and yeah. done <laughs> yeah that's dope that's damn that's a good setup man when when i was younger my sister was working in P-Town, which uh, I don't know if you know about P-Town, but it's a it's a city or I guess a town on the on the end of Cape Cod. You know, Massachusetts, the arm that comes out and on the very tip, there's a gay community called P-Town. And my sister would work there in the summers because it's like a touristy place. So like so many people would be there and she worked in this Portuguese bakery and she just crushed it. She would get so many tips so I would drive up to P-Town with my homies or whoever I could get a ride. You know, I'd, like, talk them into a ride. I'd get up there. She'd have this jug. You know those water jugs, those big-ass ones? Yeah, yeah. She would just put all her change in that. So then, like, when I would get up there, she'd give me that. And it would be, like, almost 200 bucks. So I was like, hell yeah, that's gas money and a new complete. So, like, I would go up there... Like, you know, as often as, as I could get a ride, like, once every couple months and, like, score a board. It was fucking nice, though. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome, man. That's fucking really rad of your sister to do that type of shit for you. Yeah, she was she was making good money, and she just collected the change and was, like, down to help me out. And then my other sister, too, she, uh, my sister Heidi, she would just, like, 
I would just like beg her for a while, and she would like be like tell me to go clean or do yard work, and she'd help me out too, and like, <laughs> kick it in with a board here and there, because they could just see that I was like obsessed with it, and like I don't know, they just saw my passion and they wanted to help out, which was tight. Wow, that's sick, man. That's really cool. Um, oh, you you were saying, do have you ever had any serious injuries? Did we t- cover that? I think you said your dad was bull riding, but from skating, have you ever broken a bone? Yeah, yeah. Like um, when I was a kid, like I. I messed up my wrist pretty bad and, like, fucked with uh, one of the growth plates in it. So it's funny because, like, when I go to the gym and, like, I'll hold the, uh, like, any of, the, like, the, the barbells and stuff, like, it just fucking sits crazy crooked because one of my arms is, like, way shorter than the other since I, like, fucked up the growth plate in my wrist. So oh, it's, like, crazy. That one, that, that one was pretty shitty. And then um, I busted my head open when I was a kid, too, pretty bad, but um, we didn't have insurance. So, like, it was, like, crazy because my dad had, like, just transferred jobs, so we, we didn't have, like, insurance for a minute. Yeah. And um, I just had to, like, pretty much, like, put, like, tape on it for, like, a good, like, like two weeks and try and get it to stay together. And, like, dude, it was so sketchy because I was, like, still trying to go out and skate. My mom's like, dude, do not fall on this. Like, you could you, you could seriously hurt yourself. Like, you need to chill out. And so, so I would just kind of wear a hat or I would put... um like an ace bandage and I had to like cut my hair out. So I had this like fucked up bald spot, which I still have like a scar on the back, but I would just have this bald spot and I would like tape fucking like this little ace bandage thing to my head and just put my hat on top of it and just like go skating. So it was, it was you're, weird, man. You're gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, I was so stupid. I didn't realize that like, I literally just wanted to go skate and didn't realize like that it was probably like a bad idea to do that. You know? Yeah, for sure. Thank you, mom. Thank you for helping out with that one. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, did I, when you lived in Texas and you were skating, did you ever have any issues with cops? Because I know Texas, like, I've been to Austin before, and it's, like, pretty chill and pretty, it seemed pretty chill when I was there, but I've been to other parts of Texas where it's, like, they don't play around, you know? Yeah, I mean, I feel like cops kind of, like, I feel like a lot of the times that depends on the individual, because I've, I've been here in L.A., man, and I've had cops... You know, they see skateboarding every single day, I feel like. And I've had cops out here literally harass me like I was, like, a criminal. And I'm just like, dude, I'm riding a skateboard. Like, like, I pay taxes. I'm a good functioning person in society. Like, why am I being treated like a fucking common crook? But then I've had people in Texas where they don't even see skateboarding. You'd think they'd trip on it, and they're just like, what the fuck? Like, y'all get out of here. And then vice versa, too. I've been out here. Not been fucked with, been in the middle of nowhere, and just been sat down on a curb for like two hours, threatening to go to jail. So I think it kind of falls down on the uh, the individual as to where like where the situation is going to go to, you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Hold on, real quick. I'm going to look at Facebook. Um, I see there's a bunch of questions. So, oh, okay, I got a good one. My friend uh, Charlie King. What up, Charlie? Charlie actually owns a skate shop out here on the East Coast. He wants to know what your first uh, setup was. My first setup was, uh, it was a Shorty's New Wave board. Sick, I remember and, that. Yeah, 775 with Grind King trucks, uh, Bones Reds, Jessup Grip Tape, and uh, Spitfire Wheels, man. Oh, and I had uh, I had Lucky Riser pads on them, and I still <laughs> ride fucking Lucky Risers to this day. Where are you getting them? They still make those? Well, whenever a street corner was around, like, I just, dude, I grabbed, like, a fat-ass box of them and just, like, so I'm, like, just set, like, I have, like, all these riser pads just tucked away in my, like, parents' fucking, uh, storage. Does it actually, do riser pads actually help at all? I feel like they do. I mean, other than, like, the obvious, like, you get, like, I ride a low truck. Yeah. And so it makes it, like, a mid. But, um, I've actually ridden my trucks without risers, and obviously, other than getting wheel bite more, is, uh, you can kind of feel... 
like the rattle a little bit more and I kind of like a little bit of like the cushion feeling like I don't know it kind of deadens some of the like the rattle of your truck on your skateboard which some people like that but for me I've just been riding them so long I like that kind of like deadened cushion feeling so sick sick yeah I used to ride them when I was younger but I didn't know what the fuck I was doing and then I just took <laughs> I just took them off <laughs> I, was like, I, ju- I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> me neither <laughs> um okay I wanted to ask you because I, I went through and I was, like, watching your parts again. I've watched all your stuff, like, long before I even thought about interviewing you or talking to you on the podcast. Um, just because I consume it. Just, like, I'm assuming you go and nerd out on all the videos as well. Um, yeah. But uh, dolphin flips, do you still run them? Do you got one still? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I like, uh, you remember Daryl Stanton? Yeah, fuck yeah. That dude, like, back in... Uh... Back in the day, he used to do that trick, and I was, like, mind-blown. Like, what the fuck? So that, like, started kind of getting me into him. And, like, yeah, I still I still do him. I mean, shit, I just had, like, a, one of those Barrick Skins skates and did, did one in that. But, Ooh, um, that's a good yeah, one to fun. have. That's a good one to have in a game of skate. Oh, it's kind of like the Vario Flip. It's, like, almost like, you know, if you have, like, the Vario Flips are, like, really touchy. You can either have a good one or a shitty one. And yeah. I feel like with the Dolphin Flip, it's the same way. It's kind of like the late flips, like. You can do a bad late flip, or you can do them where they look really cool. And so, so I see a lot of people do dolphin flips, but um, some of them look kind of weird, and some of them are like, "Damn, that was sick, man." Yeah, I, I like to I like to make fun of dolphin flips, but in my heart, in my heart, I really don't have anything against them. I just can't do them. But it's like I like the idea that it's called a dolphin flip, so that's like fun to make fun of. But it's like yeah, it's, it's, it's such a <laughs> shitty name. I rarely even call it a dolphin flip. If I'm with my homies, I just say Ford flip. Oh, there like, you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've had so like the hospital flip. Some fucking Ooh. kid asked me about that at the park. The Casper flip, like. They just get a bad rap because they have shit names. (laughs) It's it's all tricks. It's all tricks. (laughs) Um, Okay, I want to. We kind of touched on contests a lot, but um, I do want to go back to how you won Tampa Am, dude. Um, Just describe like when they like the moments leading up to like when they called your name. Like, how does that feel? And like, what was that like? Explain that. That was kind of like how we were talking about earlier about my dad not really like being too stoked on my skateboarding like um it, it it pretty much like i was like riding for deluxe before that like i was getting boards from them for like a good like three or four years and so two weeks before tampa they actually called and kicked me off everything and i was just <laughs> like oh shit like this is like this is so like fucking devastating right before i'm about to go to this thing and so um my dad is just like he's like fuck it let's go out there like i'll pay like we'll pay for the flights we'll just go out there on our own get our own hotel our own rental car it's like we literally paid for everything ourselves, and I think it was kind of just my dad's way of being like, "I'm gonna take him there. He's gonna like, he's gonna get like a slap of reality. He's gonna lose. We're gonna come back home. He's gonna get a job and actually start like, he's gonna get his life on fucking track, you know? Yeah, like riding and a so, bull, like riding a bull. <laughs> Sorry, he's gonna start riding bulls. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we went, and it was yeah, it kind of was like a a slap of fucking like a little dose of reality because you know like the whole saying like big fish small pond like. When I was back in Texas, you know, I was like, I was like winning contests and stuff out there. And then I go to Tampa and I remember the first thing that I saw was David Gonzalez kickflip front board the rail. And this is when he was like a little tiny dude. Like, yeah. And I was like, holy shit, that like little 14 year old just kickflip front board of this fucking rail. And so it, I was like, oh God, like my dad's probably going to love this. Cause I, I thought I was just going to fucking, I, I had no like idea that there would have even been a, a fucking inkling that I could have won that contest. But 
so like fast forward to everything yeah um my dad kind of like hung around and, and all that stuff and then uh before i won i remember like looking at him and being like hey man like i don't know if i'm gonna win but i'm gonna be up there probably just around like when they start like doing the champagne so is it cool if you just hold my wallet and shit like that and uh it was just like he's like yeah man sure whatever and so like so we go up there and then um i think it was uh keegan uh what was his name keegan sound right sound yeah yeah yeah, it was, like, me and him, I think, were, like, like um, they were waiting to announce who was first and second, and they called his name for second, and then, like, I just remember being, like, holy shit, like, that means that I won, and so, like, I don't know, like, they all just started, like, pouring champagne and everything, and it was, like, it was just kind of, like, a, like a surreal, like, euphoric feeling, like, I didn't even know, like, what was going on at the time, and so all that shit happened, and, and then I just remember, like, walking out to um, to find my dad, and he's just, like, it was, it was like a kind of like a movie, dude. I swear to God. Like, he's just like up against his fucking fence, like smoking a cigarette and shit. Like, just looking at me and I'm like... Cowboy. And he's like looking at him like soaking wet. And he's just like, he's like, he's like, you know what? You're a man, dude. You fucking handled it. And just like shook my hand and I'm, he's like, he's like, I'll never fucking quote you again, dude. And like, it was almost like that like fucking cheesy, like when like your dad finally is like, like you're a man, you know? Like, yeah. he kind of like, I feel like he was like, holy shit, like he knows what he's doing, and, like, he, like, from that point on, he actually, like, respected my decision, and it wasn't all just, like, some bullshit fucking hobby, and so, it, it was really cool, ever since that fucking moment, like, he's never questioned me, he's, like, supported me more than, like, anybody, he's been, like, more on my side than sometimes I have been, like, sometimes I've been, like, dude, I'm just thinking about fucking quitting, and he's, like, dude, fuck that, you worked so hard for it, like, why are you gonna do this, you know, and yeah. so, like, it, it was really cool, man, it was, like, definitely one of the fucking the craziest moments ever. Yeah, it sounds like one of the... It definitely sounds like a movie moment. It's cool to have that. It's a... Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, not to harp on myself, but, like, I lost my father when I was, like, 13, so, like, oh, I would... I'm I would, sorry, man. No, no worries. It's uh, definitely something I've been through that, like, uh, it made me who I am, and I'm very proud of who I am, so, like, I, I see it as a positive thing after all these years, but uh, to have a movie moment like that with a dad seems like it would be so sick. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Especially after I'm doubting you. After him doubting you and not knowing anything about skating, and then you're just like, go and win, like, the at that time, that was, like, the biggest contest. Like, you were basically have a career if you win that. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was it was fucking, it was insane, man. Like, I, I just, even to this day, I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? But it, it's, like, it was cool. Like, it's, like how you said, like, you don't believe in coincidences, you know? Like, that was supposed to happen for me and my dad to, like, kind of get on terms and then just... I mean, whether or not, like, my career had, like, taken the turn that it has, you know, it's had, like, such ups and downs and highs and lows, but it was just, like, for that moment, like, me and my dad needed that to, like, be where we are now, you know I mean? Even if I was working at fucking Foot Locker right now, selling kicks, that moment still, like, nobody could take that away from me. Yeah. What we got out of that, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No matter what happens, like, you, you, you did what you wanted to do and your dad was there and he, you know, he saw it and was like, damn, the kid actually isn't just getting high and wasting time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, not necessarily, yeah, not necessarily just getting high, but getting drunk, high, wasting too much time. Like, I like to smoke weed, but it's moderation in all things. <laughs> um, okay, I'm gonna so. I'm going to grab my phone charger real quick. My phone's dying. Hold on. Yeah, no worries, no worries, no worries, no worries. Yeah, when I like when I'm at Tampa, I like watch from the stands because I've never been up there. But <laughs> it's awesome. Like I watch the celebration uh, when they do the awards at contests, and I want to ask him about uh, that a little bit when he comes back. The boards are looking pretty sick in the background. All right, I'm gonna go to Facebook real quick. Stay busy. 
Any plans for starting a company? What up, Jason? Shine skateboards back then. Cool. Uh, okay, I got some more stuff I want to talk about. Um, I'm just going to check Facebook real quick. I just want to open it and see what the live feed's saying. If my internet works. Which it is. Fuck yeah. Oh man, this is like... The comments just get crazy after a while and I can't even... They don't even, they don't even like load up. Alright, well, whatever. Alright, while, while I'm here, actually on the live feed, if you're watching this right now, just hit the share button. Spread this. It'll go up on your Facebook and then all the people that follow you on Facebook can check this out as well. So if you could hit share, that would be epic. Um, okay, to get back to contests a little bit. Um... My my perspective, like I was sitting at Tampa this year and other contests, and when they put him up in that that like podium and there's like the champagne and all that stuff, I'm always wondering because like in skateboarding for a long time it seemed like it wasn't cool to like celebrate or to like, but I feel like if I was in that moment I wouldn't I couldn't help myself from celebrating. Did you feel awkward like that, like winning something? Because in back then or I don't even know if it's now, like it's, it wasn't cool to celebrate and you just like you know what I mean. Well, I mean, I think that there's a difference, like, I mean, like, with football, like, I wouldn't go up there and, like, spike the trophy and start, like, <laughs> dancing and shit. Like, like, yeah, motherfuckers! Like, I don't know, I think that, like, I think that there's, like, a time and a place for everything, and I think in, like, a contest like that, like, it's, it's like a triathlon, you know, those are all weekend long contests, you're put to the fucking test, like, mentally and physically, and I mean, I don't think that it's necessarily, like, boastful to celebrate, it's, it's... I, I don't think I've ever seen anybody like celebrate to the point to where it's like, wow, that guy's an asshole. It's like, it's like they deserve that, man. Good for them. Have a drink tonight. Enjoy the champagne. It's like, it's cool. You know what I mean? If you're just skating around the skate park, landing all your tricks and just being like, what? You know, then it's like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? But like, I, I mean, I, I, every one of the contests that, that I see, like, it's like, you know, everyone's cool about it, man. Like, I mean, this year with Shane, like he was the most humble dude. He's like, fuck, I didn't even deserve it. Like he was super cool. Like, I think that. I think that it's kind of like, hey, man, just just enjoy it. You know, you do deserve this. You do. So. Yeah. There's a fine line between, like, you know, cocky and celebrating, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, I think for the most part, like, skateboarders are pretty uh, transparent. Like, I think you can tell, you know. Like, I think if somebody were to go up there and you'd be like, wow, what a dick. Like, But, like, I don't think that we've seen that. You know what I mean? Like, Not yet. Not like, yet. Wait till I win. Wait till I win, dude. <laughs> Cody, you ain't seen nothing. I'm gonna be like celebrating, dancing on motherfuckers. I'm like, you're not first, you're last. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I swear to God, skateboarding needs its like Kenny Powers, like fucking just assholes. That would be so sick. Like, I swear that's like what's gonna have to happen in these street leagues is there's gonna have to be like a villain. The pretty boy, the villain, the fucking old dude. Like there's it's almost gonna be like I had a fucking dream, dude, that I was in Street League and it was like Remember when we were growing up, like, WWF and WCW, where we all had to dress up, like, with the wrestlers, like, the Warrior and Sting? Like, <laughs> it was like that. Like, we all had to have a costume. And like, it was so weird. And I like, woke up and told my girlfriend, I was like, I just had the most fucked up dream that I was, like, the fucking uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan in, like, Street League, like, waving around, like, a big-ass American flag. And, like, I couldn't, like, everyone else is all dressed up in all this weird shit, like, Dude, I would I would, I would have tried way harder to get into Street League if I knew I could have wore a costume. For sure, <laughs> dude. I would have been the ultimate warrior. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That would actually make the contest that much better, for real. Because then it would just be, like... You'd have the amazing skating, but then all the costumes. It'd be like a Halloween party. They should yeah, do that. Could, they could get judged on not only your skating, but your fucking creative, your creativity with your content, or with your costume and shit. That would be That'd sick. Be sick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
All right, all right. Dol- I got to check off dolphin flips. <laughs> I've tried them. They're hard. That's why I can make fun of them. All right. Um, oh, okay. We talked about the highs of winning the contest, but what about your first pro board, man? Oh, uh, the first pro board, I guess. I don't know. Like, the first pro board that I ever got was through um, through Think Skateboards. Like, I don't know if you remember thinking back in the day, right? Of course, dude. Yeah, yeah. I love I loved all that stuff when I was a young kid, man. Nate Jones and like watching Danny Funzalita and like they had think had such a sick team and they always was in the city and like I loved all of it. Yeah, no, it was cool. I mean, it was pretty much like Tony Vitello just like told me that we were gonna that he was gonna turn me pro and stuff and I don't know, like I I feel like in skateboarding that um and I mean just just in any fucking thing like it's like. There, there's a fine line between, like, somebody having, like, a presence and somebody just, like, being, like, a title, you know? And I feel like for the longest time I didn't really have that title or, like, that presence, I'm sorry, the presence yeah. of being, like, a professional skateboarder, you know? Whereas, like, with Chris Jocelyn, like, he turned pro really quickly, but I think that he has that fucking presence. Like, when I go to a skate park and I watch him skate, I'm like, that's a professional skateboarder. Like, he's fucking on point. He's cool as shit to the kids. Like, I just think that he has, like, what what it takes to be a pro and like the in my eyes of what a professional should be and um i really didn't feel like i was like that for like the longest time and then uh like i kind of i kind of did feel that way and uh tony was cool enough to reciprocate that with giving me a skateboard for uh for think and it was just it was crazy it was one of those things like you know like i never started skating to become a pro skateboarder and then like the coolest thing ever like you have your skate you have your name on the bottom of the skateboard like it was it was like a fucking insane moment it was another one of those milestones you know like tampa it's a milestone in your life like getting this board was a milestone like street league it's a milestone it's like it was definitely one of them you know yeah that's awesome man yeah i feel the same way like when i first had my name on a board it was like i don't know i feel like it was a milestone i was so happy it was so cool (laughs) yeah i mean it's like remember being like a kid and just seeing like some dude's name on a board and just like, oh, this is so cool. You know, like, I, I remember buying, like, James Craig blind boards when yes. I was a kid. I had a James Craig board. And then it's like now I'm going into the Dwindle Warehouse, passing by James's office, being like, what up, James? And then going and picking up my pro boards. Like, it's a fucking trip, dude. Like, yeah. it's so weird how the universe works, man. That's so cool, man. And it's cool that people like James are still involved. Like, even past his career, he's, like, take on other roles and, like, helped dudes. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, yeah. The yeah, younger that's dude. Awesome. That's so cool that everyone can be involved. I'm so, I love the my favorite thing about skateboarding is the obviously like the art side of it. I love art, just the drawing and I love like expression and that side of it. Contest stuff, whatever. I just cuz I'm not very good, but I'm not whatever. If you can do it, do it. Seems like fun. Yeah. But uh yeah. but uh I love I, I love that side of skating. Um do you speaking about art though, like do you have input on your boards and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I'll tell them, like, hey, man, I really want to, like, like, I think this is cool, like, um, like, I'm into, like, sometimes, like, I really like, like, rustic country style shit, you know, where I'm, like, like, with this board that we just had with, like, a long, like, it's, like, a decaying longhorn skull, and I was, like, I always wanted a longhorn on my skateboard, and so I told uh, Bill about that, and um, he's just like, yeah, so they pretty much, like, will come up with the artwork and stuff, I mean, not all the times do I have uh, 100%, like, even fucking knowing what my board's gonna be you know sometimes when they make series like they just be like oh here's your new board i'm like oh that's cool like yeah i mean i don't think you could ever really get mad about like having a pro board unless it was like 
I mean, if they put my, like, face on it with, like, a dick on my forehead or something, I'd be like, dude, this is shit. Like, fun, but... Bill, <laughs> Bill, you know what you gotta do, Weiss. Yeah, I can see him doing some shit like that, so I better just stop talking. But, uh, like, you, you know what I mean. Like, it's still, even then, you're like, well, at least it's still a pro board, fuck it. Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever been there for, like, when they were drawing it? That's, like, my favorite part. I love the sketches. Like, when people sketch it, and then you see it form into what it is. Well, I, I go in there, I know that uh, this dude, Kyle, I think his last name's Reed, he does a lot of this shit on the computer, and I've been in there when they're, like, in the creative process of, like, putting the boards together, but I've never actually seen, like, any, like, hand-drawing things go down, but um, it, it's cool getting to watch him, like, work on the computer and stuff like that, I'm just like, whoa, this is a trip, because, like I was saying earlier, I don't know shit about computers, so yeah. it was, I'm just like, wow, this is, this is gnarly. <laughs> How, are you, well, before we go, I got a little more, a couple more things if you still got some time. Um, yeah, no worries. But while I remembered, um, are you? What social media are you on? Because you're not very good at computers. But are you present on like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, any of those? Um, I do Instagram and I have a Facebook. I'm just. Uh, I was talking to Jamie, Jamie Thomas, actually last week, and he's like, "Dude, you gotta use Snapchat." Like, because I'm like real picky about what I put on Instagram. I don't want to like just blow out fucking Instagram every day with posting something. But he was telling me like, "Yeah, with Snapchat, you can just post skateboarding all day, and it's not like." Like, that's what people want to see is you skating, so you're not blowing it out. Whereas with Instagram, it's like, if I made 10 posts a day about me fucking being up a cherry, I'd be like, give it a rest, dude. Like, we get it. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> so I've, been, I've been thinking about maybe getting a, uh, a Snapchat. I just got to figure out how it works. Like, oh, dude, it's uh, pretty fun. I have one. Um, It's just like, but I only Snapchat, like, really, really boring stuff to people. Like, I just Snapchat <laughs> my, like, walking my dogs, like, cup of coffee. If I'm listening <laughs> to a podcast, I'll, like let the audio catch the snapchat basically it just goes up there and you can send it to people and then it disappears after a little while it's not like permanent so you can go on and watch people shit and it's just like snaps of their day you know it's pretty fun though it's like it's cool to follow someone and see like what they're into like no it's definitely rad i I just i kind of appreciate the fact that i am a little bit like not anti-social media i would say but just a little less savvy because I see so many of my friends just buried in their phones, and I'm like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, I just I kind of live my life a little bit, too. I don't want to have to document every part of it, you know? Yeah, there's so, got to be a fun, There's got to be a balance, because too much either way is you're fucked. It becomes <laughs> totally a chore. It becomes a chore and a job. Like, it should be fun and relaxed, you know? like Just like skating. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um. I guess I, I just want to ask you how do you feel about like the state of skateboarding and like do you feel do you feel like it's in a good direction or like what do you think about the state of skateboarding right now? 2016, Cody. <laughs> no <laughs> pressure. Mean, I, I, no pressure, but yeah. I mean, I don't it's it's like it's such a broad question. I mean, I guess I could just touch on like I think the one thing that I think that skateboarding kind of needs to like revert back to is the fact that we all skateboard like, I mean, I know that sometimes, like, that, like, there's always going to be different groups, and everyone's going to, like, think about different things, and there's, like, the boneless kid, like, I just saw on Instagram that I only do, like, bonelesses and Wally starter pack, and it was, like, the fucking polo hat, like, I definitely cracked up about it, but it's, like, <laughs> it's I, like I, me I, with dolphin flips, <laughs> yeah, like, we're all, like, just, like, kind of pigeonholed into this fucking group, it's, like, it's kind of like walking into fucking junior high the first day, and it's, like, you see every table, and you're, like, fuck, I don't belong at that table. I don't belong at this table. But it's like, think about it this way. The school is skateboarding. We all fucking belong to every table. So yeah. I just, I hope that skateboarding kind of like loses its like boundaries of fucking 
like what's cool and what's not cool or what's like oh fuck that kid because he wears this or fuck that guy because he has this tattoo or like you know it's just like it's we're all skateboarders man and i just i think that skateboarding as a whole should just be treated that way that we're all just fucking skateboarding and we all have the same goal we just want to have fun and fucking push around a toy yeah yeah that's all it is it's a toy it's not meant to be serious like there's no point in getting bit out of shape about a fucking toy that that i ride I, I agree, dude. I agree. I always say that skateboarding's for everyone. It's like such a healthy expression and like outlet for people that like who are you to say, you know, what type of person can participate in the art form, you know? Like or even if their version of it is a sport or whatever. Like I would hate to take skateboarding away from anyone by being too judgmental, you know? Like that's that's fucked up. Like cuz if someone did that to me when I was younger, which actually when when I was younger, people didn't even like skateboarding. So they were, like... I had people throwing bottles at me and calling me names and shit. But, like, I would hate to be like that towards someone now. Like, because it's like going... Imagine if someone was like, I want to sing. And then you just fucking told them they had a shitty voice. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't yeah, sing. You just, like, sit in the corner like, fuck. This guy, people think I suck. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, the most, like, internal, like... It's, it's a constant internal battle I find myself being in, like... Say I'm not skateboarding and, like, walking down the street. And, um, you know, say, like, a skateboarder rolls past. I'm just like, fuck yeah, that's cool. And then say I'm walking down the street and a fucking a chick on, like, a little pinny board goes skating past. I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> but then, like, it's like that's where that internal battle comes in. Because one part of me wants to hate it because I'm like, that's not skateboarding. Like, you don't know what it's like to fall downstairs or, like. But then another part of me is like, well, fuck it. At least she has the freedom of skateboarding in her life. So I think that that's, like, you you got to find the balance between the two of, like, being accepting of it, but at the same time just being like, well, you know, like, there are different paths that people take. Like, I mean, Sarah that rides her penny boards on Saturdays isn't the same as fucking, like, <laughs> the homies you're going out with, like, fucking sacking on a rail on a fucking Tuesday, you know? So, and, and I, I mean, it's, it's easy to be judgmental about it. I find myself doing that. I mean, we're all fucking... No, no, nobody's perfect. I find myself being judgmental too, but yeah. I just hope that like we can just see it as like everyone has everyone has their own perception of what, what their reality is, and it's like fuck it, let's just I don't know. Without sounding like too much like a fucking dumb hippie, it's like let's just fucking all get along and like not worry about all the bullshit in between, you know? Nah, I like it. I like it, you dumb hippie. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm totally the same way, dude. If someone's rolling, I don't really care. I, I get like that person might not have like. might not have the same depth and feelings about it but like who cares what if it's just a part-time thing for him we need those people too like whatever (laughs) yeah that's a great way of putting it to have like the depth or the actual like because like the thing that i would always tell my chick is like i can't stand when you're like somebody will ask you like oh what are you doing it's like oh i skateboard for a living they're like oh my sister skateboards (laughs) she rides a bull as well (laughs) you're like you have no idea Has your sister ever sacked her fucking shit off? Like, no, probably not. But, but, I mean, that's where, like, the asshole, like, the core skateboard, that's where, like, the shitty 13-year-old side of us comes out. We're always going to have that. Like, it doesn't matter. It's our animal instincts. But yeah. I just try and fucking not, like, show it as much nowadays. Yeah, I would be bummed. I'd be bummed if there was no, like, opinions and expression and, like, uh, attitudes. Like, I just think... I, I like that side, too. Like, I like to make jokes and be silly. But at the end of the day, like... I, I'll be the first to tell you I'm full of shit. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'm just making a joke. Funny factor wins with me, but, like, I never try to be mean. You know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. If it ever came down to it with anybody, any anything, I would just be like, you know what, I'm just full of shit. Like first and foremost, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think that's a good, healthy thing to do. Like I I like people that are sarcastic and a little like I like personalities and different flavors. I wouldn't want everyone to be a dirty hippie and peaceful or like you know. To, it, there's got to be well-roundedness, so like, definitely skateboarding is for everybody. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's a community. Like a community is full of like all different types of people. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. You walk to the convenience store and there's an asshole. You go home and somebody <laughs> holds the door open for you. That's the same way as skateboarding. You go to Cherry Park and some kid's a douche, and then the next one's like, oh, it's cool, wax the rail. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, it's cool. So. Let it, let them have it. Let them have it. <laughs> Cool. Well, I feel I feel the same way about skating, though. I'm like, really, I think there's more people skating, and I feel like there's so many expressions right now. I think right now is probably the best time to be involved in skateboarding. It's just like, it's going through a crazy change right now, but it's like the Wild West, and I really fucking enjoy it. There's so many different types of people and characters, and like, I mean, the wealth disparity is a little, the only thing that bothers me, I guess. Like, because back in the day, you could be, like, a street skater, a full-on street skater, and be making a pretty good career. And, like, now it seems like it's kind of dwindled to, like, just some people that can be, like, uh, on the street league, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's like, it's, yeah, like, kind of how we were talking about with society. You kind of got your, like, one percenters. And I think in skateboarding, like, that's kind of the case. Because, I mean, with... I, I was just actually talking to some of my buddies about this the other day. You have so many professionals out there nowadays that are so fucking good that, like, Amazing. don't even have shoe sponsors, don't even have fucking clothing sponsors. It's, like, that's kind of, like, the one thing that does suck whenever skateboarding gets swallowed up so much by, like, just a few of the companies. It's really hard to have any sort of competition. It's, like, the illusion of choice. Like, okay, like, am I going to drink a Coke or a Sprite? It's, like, oh, it's the same thing. You know, but it's, like, that's kind of how it is nowadays. It's, like, it's it's really, really hard to, like, like imagine that somebody, like, um, like, Johnny Layton, like, that dude's fucking amazing, but it's, like, I don't even know what that guy's up to now, you know, like... Or I mean, just, like, all the dudes on Fallen just lost their pro model shoes. Yeah, that's fucked, man. That's Tommy so Sandoval. To Tommy that. Sandoval. Yeah, he's one of, like, he's an animal. That dude is a goddamn gorilla jumping down sets of stairs. Like, that dude is insane. He's but gnarly. Like, to think now that, like, that dude... To think that Fallen went out of business, to think that Jamie Thomas's skateboard company went out of business, Fallen, like, when I was a kid watching fucking, what was it, uh, Misled Youth, shit like that. Throw of it all, Misled Youth, yes. It's just, and I mean, I think that that's, like, just the direction, hopefully skateboarding doesn't continue to go that way, but at the same time, like, with its gain in popularity and with kids wanting it to, wanting to wear, like, what's cool with everybody else, it's like, it, it, it may happen, but I mean... Who gives a fuck at the end of the day? Like, I mean, I'm just glad that I'm in the position that I am. I mean, I definitely am not, like, one of the one percenters. I'm just a working class dude like every other skateboarder, man. (laughs) One of the reasons why I did the podcast was because I feel like we just need, if if there's, if kids are just watching, if if it's dominated by these certain companies, like only a handful of companies, and they're dictating what kids are digesting and taking in that means the other side's not doing their job so i got my podcast and i just like want to talk and put out different ideas and different uh stuff for kids for kids and people to digest you know what i mean so like imagine if every pro skateboarder was like let's do a podcast and show the world what skateboarding is to me and the people around me like yeah. Gareth Sturr's podcast or like <laughs> Darrell Stanton's podcast would be so Holy sick. Shit, Dude, Tommy Sandoval, be I would be like, I'm going to get him on my podcast, but imagine his podcast. Like imagine how many kids and people he could 
reach and show them a different version of skating that's just not owned by like a corporate company but owned by like grassroots like it's social media too i've been talking like i talked to dudes like like westgate i love the dude but he didn't even have a facebook page and i was like dude you could help out so much or he has multiple they're like fake ones but i was like there's lots of dudes out there that i'm like you could have a huge following and you could help out these core sponsors that you ride for and like you just need to learn the technology. So I told them I've been schooling them on the game and, like, showing them. I'm like, you know how much you could help out these brands? Like, let's do this. Like, compete. Fucking compete. Like, I know skateboarder doesn't want to compete. But compete but compete with your own version of it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't have to go to a contest. You just have to get good at showing what your lifestyle, your version of skating is through the tools we have. You know? Yeah. If you sit around and blame all these corporations, they're just they're just competing. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. I have a skateboard company called All I Need, <laughs> and I'm gonna com- yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna compete. That. I'm gonna compete because I need skateboarding in my life, and the people around me love it too. It's like not a fad, not a trend. It's like a fucking. It's a need in the life, like water and food. You know, like it's mental sanity. It's community. So like, we have to like just do it. You should consider a podcast because you articulate yourself well. Um, did Did you get that from your family? Can you like um, your language well, skills? <laughs> well, like I said. Shit, you should hear the. It's funny. Everybody says like I don't have an accent, but um, my mom and dad definitely do. But um, it's like I said, I just really paid attention in school just to get those Chad Musket boards, man. Hell yeah! <laughs> so I was like, dude, good fucking go thing. So I owe my uh, my articulation to Chad Musket. <laughs> if by some fucking chance he sees this, thank you so much. Chad. He was he was already on my show, dude. He was already dude. on my show. You gotta... dude, it, was so, it was such a trip one time, like, just a quick, just to throw this in there. Like, Please do. When, when I was a kid, man, he was, like, my favorite fucking skateboarder. Like, I know. The, the generation I was in, he was everybody's favorite skateboarder, man. And uh, I, whenever I was riding for Supra one time, I went and stayed at his house, and uh, I stayed in the guest bedroom, and he had all of his, like, ghetto blasters. You remember those things? Fuck yes, I do. Dude, he had all his ghetto blasters on the fucking wall, and I'm just, like, sitting... I'm, like, laying in, in, in the guest bed, just laying there, like, looking around, and I'm like, dude, I used to draw these fucking ghetto blasters <laughs> on my, like, notepads and shit in school, and now I'm, like, laying in Chad Muska's house, like, it was, like, like, I'm, I've had so many moments in my life where, like, like, you know the expression, never say never, like, it's, that is so fucking true, like, if you just told me when I was 13, like, jumping off my wooden fence on my skateboard, like, you're gonna be in Chad Muska's house one day, like, looking at his ghetto blasters, it's like... You're out of your mind, and then like I'm fucking there. It's like, dude, yeah, that's insane. That's like every skate rat's like wet dream. <laughs> dude, it, it's so. Dude, I was like contemplating, like, should I just fucking swipe one and just get eighty six from Supra for life? I'm a get up like. But damn, that would look so good in your collection. It's like, <sighs> shit, you'd see that thing hanging up right there. Man. <laughs> Chad should do that. He should eBay the shit out of those, dude. Dude, fuck, he should hook me up with one of them for fucking plugging this shit. That's what he should do. He should hook us up with one right now, and we could just fucking help him out with the rest. Just well, sling them for him. Well, me and you, we'll just mail it back and forth. I'll have it for like three months, and then I'll <laughs> mail it to you. You can rock it around Long Beach for a little bit. Oh, my God, like a fucking child. Like, all right, you get him on the holidays and shit. Like, fucking weekdays. Like, um, dude, that's awesome. Okay, um, first, thank you so much for coming on the show. Much appreciated. Hey, thanks for having me, man. It's fucking been a, been a blast for sure. Yeah, we see each other around at the contests and stuff. Not Street League, but I've seen you at Tampa Pro and, like, I've seen you around before. And it's, like, it's nice to, like, sit down and talk. We've, we're over an hour right now, hour and 20, and it's, like, 
we just say hi to each other, but I knew you liked yeah. skating like me, so. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's definitely different because at those contests, I feel like there's like a level of intensity that's going on and you're like, like I was saying, it's like, fuck, I know, like I got to do this. So it's hard to actually get to sit down and have like a, uh, like a real conversation with somebody at those things more than just like a, hey, how's it going, bud? Like, good to see you. All right, cool. And then you drop in, you know? So yeah, yeah it's cool to get to sit down and actually just chat and get a, uh, a little insight on, on, uh, on opinions and views and stuff like that. It's been, it's been cool, man. Hell yeah, Cody. Well, thank you. And uh, if people want to follow you on Facebook or Instagram, is it just your name, Cody McIntyre? Just my name, Cody McIntyre. And it's M-C-E-N-T-I-R-E. Yeah, that's correct. Fuck yeah. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks for having me, bud. I'll talk to you soon.